Behind today's 14th elementary advent calendar door is a story about what it takes to bridge the gap between your country of origin and your new home, especially at the holidays. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 elementary advent calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022, full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. In the Philippines, Christmas is a big, big deal, and it's not unusual to celebrate from September 1st through either Epiphany or the Feast of Santo Nino on the third Sunday of January. There are a multitude of feast days and celebrations during this time, including Simbangkabi, a series of nine night or pre-dawn masses, that range from December 16th to December 24th, and Noche Buena, or the Good Night of Christmas Eve. With influences from Spain, China, India, Arabia, and later the United States, Filipino food has a rich history with great regional varieties. For this episode, my friend Evie tells me about her Filipino Christmas traditions and the lengths that she has gone to to learn how to recreate special dishes that taste like home, as well as some favorites that she cannot recreate. I'm with my friend Evie, and we're going to talk about some of her holiday traditions. In our family, holiday dishes are associated by family. And it started when my mom and her siblings were hosting the holiday party, or we call it um, Noche Buena, which is just good evening. Um, and it's really the Christmas Eve. So we would gather on Christmas Eve, and my mom and her siblings had their signature dish that they would make. As the years went by, our parents had aged and my cousins and I had come up and we have children of our own. The recipes got transferred down and it's now our genre to take over cooking the food. And things are different um, in this age of Instacart and buying things online. It's so easy to order things but the older generation they're like no it needs to be cooked this way no instapot you have to boil it for four hours or whatever and so there's this dish called kare kare and it is oxtail but the basis of that stew the sauce itself is made from fresh peanuts that you roast and then you grind it and pulverize it and you're cooking it in this stew and that's the flavoring and the thickener but nowadays, we just buy peanut butter <laughs> and throw it in there. My mom and her siblings don't know any better. <laughs> anyway. Why is it so important that things are handmade as opposed to bought? Um, you want it to be true to your, to your recipe, you, you make it from scratch. I wasn't very involved in the kitchen as a child. I was busy playing or something. So it was really late in life that I developed a love for cooking. I've actually learned so many Filipino recipes because my family and I moved here in 2006. And we're in Tacoma, Washington. And at the time, there was one Filipino restaurant in a nearby city, and the owner would decide when he'd be open. <laughs> so some days, some days they're open, some days they're not. And so if I really wanted Filipino food, I had to learn to cook it myself. 
Is there something that's super specific to this time of year? You just can't wait for. Well, there is. And unfortunately, I cannot get this particular thing here in the U.S. It's called puto bumbo. In the Philippines, there's a tradition called Simbang Gabi. It's dawn masses. So you would go to mass from December 16 through Christmas. Every day you go to mass at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's still dark and cool. And when you come out, you buy your puto bumbo in these banana leaves so it's still warm you go home and you open this little package and you eat it with your coffee and to this day when I go home I ask my mom mom I want (laughs) for me quintessential holidays that every time I think of it it brings super good memories sweet sweet memories and and I still look for that you cannot buy that in Washington. Was it coming to the States that kind of made you become more interested in cooking so that you could recapture the flavors that you had at home? Yeah. Did you bring your daughters into that journey as well? So my youngest really took to cooking and she is an amazing cook. My eldest just got to start cooking maybe seriously three years ago and she's still now coming to her own they're very different cooks. So my, my, my kids and I are going to be celebrating together, but we've invited two other families who, like us, are Filipinos who've moved to our corner of the world and have no other family to spend it with. So, so we're going to be the family this year, and it's going to be a traditional Filipino feast. Evie's story especially resonates with me because holidays can be disorienting times for immigrants far from their countries of origin and extended families and all the familiar food traditions, ingredients, and trappings of holiday celebrations. Many, like Evie, find ways to adapt, yet might yearn for a very special treat that can only be found at home. This is a conversation that continues tomorrow as our 15th elementary advent calendar door opens onto Filipino food traditions relating to the new year. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Leigh and Cam. There too.